Welcome back to Submissions of a Woman. I am the lovely Empress Onyx, and this is Positions of the Flexible. Now, normally this is the time that I tell y'all what I'm drinking, <laughs> but unfortunately I just have water. <laughs> Look, it is day blah, eight of the quarantine and um, they have shut us down. So, I'm not drinking. I just, I'm so over this coronavirus. Like, please just go away. Just go away. But hey, who am I to say anything about it, right? We're just going to leave that to whatever higher power you pray to. But, um, anywho, <laughs> that's not what we're here for. We are here because it's episode four, right? And, um, I'm sure y'all want to know what the hell is going to happen next. So let's recap. In episode one, we had Baby and Paul Little Tink Tink was stood up. But then in two, wasn't too sure about that one. Three, like they just had the best sex of their life. <laughs> so now let's see what is going to happen. So make sure you subscribe okay and hit me up tell me what you're thinking tell me what your thoughts are i want to know all right i'd be up until like three four o'clock in the morning writing these things for y'all and for me and just to get it out there so tell me because i actually really do record it and then write what's gonna happen so i never know what's gonna happen next until i really sit down and write it and then when I write it, I record it. <laughs> so yeah, so um, buckle up and let's get into episode four of Positions of the Flexible. It is called Completely Speechless. I am your girl, Empress Onyx, and stay tuned. I want you to realize that you will never have a successful kingdom if you are the only one running it. As I read that, I stumble in confusion. Y'all know I'm a little slow at times and I'm just waking up. So I double back. It says as follow. I want you to realize you will never have a successful kingdom if you are the only one running it. It sinks in. So at this point, all senses are heightened. I continue to read. I don't hate you. I love you. And you and I both know that. But no matter how much we think this is what we are supposed to have, the timing is never right. My heart drops. I'm tired of crying and wondering. I'm tired of all the tears. I'm all out of fight. I deserve a happy ending and so do you. I can argue, but not every day. When I say how I feel or what I want, you make me feel like my heart doesn't matter, as if I shouldn't feel any type of way. If someone is your person, you will find a way to make things work, right? I'm appalled. What the fuck is going on? As I write this, our pinkies are intertwined, like we are promising each other something. And I look at you sleep so peaceful. I can't help but to think, maybe I should rip this up and get back in the bed. But clearly, if you're reading it, 
that didn't happen. You can't make someone be with you. No matter how much you try to show them change and love, they just won't see it until it's too late. And that's no one's fault but yours for messing up in the first place. Complaining is like bad breath. You notice everyone else's when it comes out, but we never really notice ours. But it's not complaining when you say it to the person who can resolve the issue, right? Well, this right here is me complaining to you for the last time. I will not fight or fuss with you no more. When I kissed you, that spark wasn't present. As unfortunate as this may be, I stop right there. Damn, that hurt. I try to stop myself from crying because I think I'm getting broken up with in a damn letter. As I inhale and exhale, I continue to read. As unfortunate as it is, by the time you are reading this, my number will be changed. All social medias will be erased. Well, you will be. And I will be on a plane. I'm moving. I drop the letter. As I sit and wonder what the fuck just happened, I realize when I said, where do we go from here? Do we try again? Are you all in? You never answered. But I paid no mind because you kissed me. As the tears rolled down my face, I wiped them. I can feel my heart being pulled out my chest. I lay down and stare at the wall. I'm completely numb. To know you can just switch up so fast makes me wonder, was it ever real? The doorbell rings. At this point, I take a deep swallow. I don't even get excited. Me and doorbells clearly have no unfin some unfinished business. It rings maybe two or three more times as it's followed by a knock. I finally get out of the bed but I'm still naked, so I grab my robe and house slippers and go to the door. Crazy because my house smells like you. But you made sure you cleaned up your mess. I see a cup of coffee and a sandwich on the table. So again, confusion. You write me a note and make me breakfast? This motherfucker really flipped the script. As I open the door, no one is present. Well, it took me long enough to get to the door, so I wouldn't expect someone to wait. I go to the door, and as I'm looking out, I don't see anything, but there's a package on my patio chair. So I reach out for the box, as I think I haven't done any shopping online. So, what could it be? I make sure it has my information on it and it's not one of my neighbors, and it does. So I put the box down to the side and walk away. I go to the table and grab the coffee. Shit, with the morning I had already, I think I deserved it. I walk back upstairs and grab my phone. I had a picture of me and you saved as the lock screen. It was gone. I go to look at text messages. 
they were all gone. Now I'm pissed because you can change a picture, but I had every text message from the very first one that we sent. Good, bad, nothing was ever deleted. You have always been the one to delete yours in the heat of the moment or argument, but I kept them. I kept them all. I'm boiling at this point. I go to find your contact to cuss you the fuck out. It's gone. All our pictures, videos, screenshots of hours we have been on the phone talking, everything just gone. It's like you never existed. I want to throw my phone, but I kind of need it. I go to social media, emails, everything we have ever gave each other to communicate, gone. You literally took my fucking option away and vanished. How could you be so damn heartless? As I start to cry, I walk to the bathroom to shower because unfortunately I have to work. In complete silence, I hear nothing. At this point, normally I'm on the phone with you or you're right with me getting dressed for work too. Laughing, giggling, playing, joking. I give myself the little pep talk and say everything is going to be okay. But shit, who am I kidding? It's not. But no one needs to know that right now. As I get dressed, I hear my phone going off. People calling and texting wanting to know how last night went. I'm so embarrassed that I swear I will never tell a soul. I swear to God. At this point, I'm dressed to perfection. And you can't tell. I was just hand my heart in two pieces. I put this face on as if nothing is wrong. And I walk down the stairs. I see the box. And I'm like, well, maybe it's some shoes. Give me something to put a smile on my face. I open the box and it's everything we ever gave one another. Everything I bought or gave you and everything you ever bought or gave me. My eyes pop out my face. As if fucking me and then leaving me wasn't enough. You had to go and collect things around my house. And also the things around yours and give them back. From the little I love you notes to the freaking toothbrush cover I bought you for the first time you stayed over. I'm floored with emotion. I swear I have no words. I can't cry. I have makeup on and I have a huge meeting to go to with my big boss today. So these feelings are going to have to wait until after work. I grab my keys in this damn box and head to the car. As I open the box, I look and I see a picture of you. A tear starts to roll down and I wipe it away. I place the box in the trunk and close the trunk. I pause. It's gonna be okay. And then I do the unthinkable. I look to see if your car is in my way of getting out. But who am I kidding? You're gone. <laughs> Just a force of fucking habit. I have to pass by your house on my way to work. I see the shades open. It's really empty. I see your landlord walking out. I swear I thought I'd see you, but no. Just Jesus. I turn the radio on and I swear the radio or any music for that matter 
in the time of a breakup or heartbreak is your worst enemy. It just doesn't have your best interests at heart. It's either I'm listening to love music and I'm crying or I'm listening to some trap shit and I want to find you and bust your head open. I turn the radio off in anger and ride in silence. As I pull up and park my car, I inhale and exhale again and pray to the man up above that I don't cry over the littlest thing at all, like my pen not working or a paper dropping. As I walk in, everyone greets me and I greet them back. I know how to act in public. I then purchase another cup of coffee from Elizabeth in the lobby. She says, Ma, must have been a great night. You're glowing. I smile and laugh and say, girl, <laughs> if you only could imagine. I paid her and tipped her and walked to my office. My work bag and purse in one hand and my coffee in the other, I sit down at my desk and I exhale. Out loud I say, not one tear shed, eight hours to go. You got this. As time goes by, I'm working and I haven't thought about you, which is good because I have this meeting and that's the last thing I need to do is cry in front of all my coworkers. I start to head to the meeting and when I walk in, I have a seat. Everyone starts to crowd the conference room, so I'm happy that I got there when I did because I don't want to stand in the corner by somebody I don't like and they stink. So I'm sitting there just looking out the window. My boss comes in, so everyone gives her attention. She says, everyone, I am sad to tell you I am retiring. It's not a shock. She's like 70, but everyone is sad because she's our work mother. So now everyone is asking questions. What will happen? Who will be our boss? And she says, we'll ask Empress because I'm passing the crown officially to her. Yeah, I wasn't even paying attention. I'm sitting looking in space, thinking about what I'm going to do to this box of what is now deemed shit. And my coworker says, Empress, oh my God, I'm so happy for you. I snap out the trance and just stare. And all of a sudden the tears come. Everyone thinks I'm crying because I'm happy. And I am, but this has been the worst 48 hours of my life. As I leave work early, I head home. I think about everything that has taken place. And as I go to get my phone, I realize, who am I calling? I've always called you. As Cardi says, shit is getting real. <laughs> Episode four, huh? What the fuck? Ah, oh, I should have had a little bit more than water for this. And I wrote it, y'all. <laughs> so make sure you are subscribed so you know when the next episode is available but in the meantime talk to me on any of my social medias let me know what you think is going to happen next or how you feel about what's going on between these two once again this is positions of the flexible i am the lovely empress onyx and remember they never said she was too ambitious <laughs>